All right, we're ready. Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline podcast. I am Dax Holtz. That is Adam. I'm Adam Glenn. How are you guys? We are doing good today, yeah? So happy. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm doing good, man. Hollywood Pipeline, let's do it. So uh, if you want to find us, we are on HollywoodPipeline.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Basically, we are everywhere. Uh, we're keeping you up to date on all the good things that are going on in entertainment news, the photos, videos, all of that. And we have a very special guest with us today. Mr. Steve Ginsburg, who is one of the owners of the world's largest paparazzi agencies, Backgrid. Hello, Steve. Thanks for having me, Dad. Appreciate it. <laughs> Steve, thanks for doing it. Yeah, excited, guys. So, very excited to have you here. I, I think that this is um, a side of entertainment that is not always accessible to people. You know, we hear about the paparazzi, we know what they do, we, we, we see their photos basically everywhere we look, but talking to someone who is really just ingrained in that field is pretty awesome. So, And, you know, I would add to that, Dax, that a lot of times what you see in the, in the public, uh, the guys that, that do the stories on TV or in the local papers, these are the, the wannabe paparazzis. These are the guys that are trying to make something of themselves rather than stay behind the camera. So what I find rare is speaking with somebody that really knows what they're talking about, Mm -hmm. has the experience, has the stories, and can really explain the truth of what's going on versus trying to make paparazzi this wonderful world in Hollywood, which it just simply isn't. Why do you say that? Uh, you know, it, it's it's a lot of moving pieces. And when I started doing this business, which was a long time ago, uh, there wasn't blogs and there wasn't smartphones. And uh, photographers, frankly, didn't jump out of their cars and ask celebrities questions. It was a very – it seemed like a very small group of people that wanted to keep it very quiet. And even the celebrities themselves, they would look – they would maybe see that you're in a tinted car and, and they may as well know, but there's no reaction. There's no yelling or nothing in the public. And, um, and nowadays it's, you know, as we all know, it's, it's, a, it's a zoo, uh, not only just because there's more photographers and more celebrities, but you have people involved because of the constant need and, and uh, hunger for the news and the photos. You have everyday people taking photos. You have everyday people trying to get involved with celebrities or when they see a paparazzi working. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated than some of these guys make it seem on a, on a show or in a story. Well, I, Adam, well, Steve, I want to know you, your perspective. Yeah. yeah, so Steve, you know, for the viewers who don't I, I understand exactly what you do, can you provide information? Tell them what exactly you do. So the paparazzi, you know, I know what it is, but the people don't know. So you have how many – you have freelance photographers, you have staff photographers or videographers. You know, we work? have a we have a large mixture of uh, of both staff photographers, many freelancers, and we work with agencies around the globe. So by working with those agencies, we essentially are representing their photographers. So And you basically get the photos, they send you the photos or the videos and then you guys sell it to who? The which, you know, any all outlets outlets all around the world. We'll sell it to anybody that wants to buy it, to be honest. Um, Ten years ago, it was your your typical TMZs and national inquirers and such that would buy. 
these days, it's brands, it's PR companies, uh, even sometimes the celebrities themselves will buy a photo for their own keeping or they want the copyright or they don't want it to, to be published. Um, so it's become a very tricky thing these days, actually, because there's so many different platforms to sell on and different countries and different times and different values. You really have to have a sharp team of people that know the business. Anyone can sell a photo, but can you maximize sales? Can you get the most out of that photo? And I think that's what, uh, that's what we do best, hands down. Well, what makes a photo or a video valuable? Like, is there something that you specifically look for, and how do you sell it to the outlets? Do the outlets, let's say Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood, do they say, hey, we're looking for photos of celebrities with their kids, or we're looking for some fight video, or like, how does it, what well, exactly it's a, it's a, makes it's a, a great, video? It's a great question. Um, you know, in, in, in the old days, yes. I think there was specific targets and there were certain celebrities that were uber celebrities and naturally everybody was looking for content on them. Today, if I had to bring it down to one word, it would be news. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a celebrity. People want news. They want to know what's going on. In other words, yesterday we had a, a plane crash on one of our local freeways. If I happen to have a photographer there and he gets content that is better than what the, the news agencies will get, I'll sell those photos, possibly even more than I would sell a set of photos of Brad Pitt for the day because it's newsy and it's different. And with everybody getting their news these days, basically every minute that passes, um, you know, I have, a, I have a wide open market as long as there's breaking news. Well, here's my question. So if, if right now you could think of the perfect photo you could get for today, what would it be? Would it be Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin like under the altar or would it be something else? Like what would be your ideal photo for today if you could get anything? I'm not going to pass on, on Justin <laughs> and Haley under the altar. I'll take that all day long. But I want something a little bit more newsy, maybe, um, maybe something with Jennifer Gardner and a new guy. And maybe that new guy is 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 a celebrity or not. Oh, Jen Gardner, though, boring. We just you know, it's, boring. It's, and 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 you know what? But but Jen Gardner, as much as we we can have that laugh, and I know exactly what you guys mean. Um, people love her, and she's she's published every week. That, yeah, but her that, that, out of her out of all the celebs you could choose to not, be seen well, out with someone, you, I answered in two seconds, okay, right? Okay. You know, if you want to give me a minute, I'll I'll fire off a list, but. Uh, again, and going back to Justin Bieber, oh. I, I'm happy. I'll, I'll I'll take photos of Justin Bieber all day long. Now, has has everything changed now that Trump is president? Like a photo of Trump doing something would be more valuable than any celebrity, right? Because he is the world's biggest celebrity at this moment. You know, that's a great question. Um, and I and I since I don't have a set of photos to test that with, because I can't really say anymore, with right? with certainty. I mean, I would think a a shirtless. <laughs> A uh, set of photos of Donald Trump on a surfboard in in in, in Oahu would probably do really well, but then again, or, or then again, riding, you have you have horseback riding with Putin. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I think it would be a great payday for us. But um, you know, Trump is also in the news every minute of the day, and yeah. that also is a factor. So it might be what we think is a great set of photos, but somebody spending the money may say to themselves, "Well." 
this is for this minute and we're going to see Trump again in another hour and another hour and something grandiose will happen. Is it worth spending this money? Um, but, you know, look, I, I would love to have that set of photos. And uh, please, if anybody were to take that set of photos, <laughs> send them to uh, you. Yeah, please contact us at Backgrid. So Dax and I, I feel like we have to ask the questions. What is the biggest photo or video that you've ever sold and who was it of? What you was, don't have to tell us that amount. Just like, What's the biggest thing? It can even whoa! Look who's here. We have a guest, you guys. Doctor Drew is here. Sorry he just snuck in. So sorry What's to up? Oh, please. Nice to meet you. This nice is Steve, you. and then I've got Adam, Adam over here. Adam, Doctor Drew. Yeah, What's he's up, on Doc? there. You might have to put your headphones on so you can hear him. <laughs> you have to oh, get me some headphones. We're, we're getting some headphones for Doctor Drew. How are you doing? Congratulations on this. Well done. Thank you. This thank is nice. you. Well, this is, you're the perfect person to come because you are a focal point of paparazzi. I have been burned by paparazzi that then Dax then digs up and holds up on TV. Thank you for that. And takes credit for it. Oh, yeah. He doesn't give you guys any credit. No, absolutely not. Look what we found. And by the way, I'm not pissed at him. I'm still pissed at the guy that took the picture. He's not one of ours. (laughs) What is your your view of the paparazzi? Um, I I don't – I've not been privy to the conversation you guys had leading up to this. This has been kind of interesting. My feeling is um, that they're part of the business and they're just doing their job and uh, you should sort of collaborate with them to the extent that I felt sort of bum rushed. You know, when I, I was sort of like – the one that got me in Hawaii where I was like, those guys painting pointing cameras on me? How weird. Um, that was weird. I wish somebody just gone, hey, by the way, the, the guys are out there with the cameras. Fine. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. I, I hope they get lots of money. I hope they make their living. But do you right. feel like it, there, there's the benefit? Like, to, do I get a benefit? Yeah. Uh, just like it's the, the publicity it's the, benefit. It's, it's it. all the nature of the business. It's all, it's all, to me, it's like a collaborative effort. And if, if you sort of see paparazzi as somehow the enemy, that, that seems bizarre to me. I mean, I can understand some, you know, super, successful super famous people it's so intrusive into their lives they can't move around but i i still if i imagine if that were me i would still go out and shake your hands and greet you and say hey let's let's make this work <laughs> so i can move around a little bit right um, or is that yeah, not how- you know i think it's interesting <laughs> i'm i'm kind of blown away now because i certainly didn't didn't expect this or or <laughs> Or this perspective, but you're absolutely right. Because, you're just doing your job. I, I, it's, it's a business. You're doing I, I a think business. It, I think if you sat down and and a, and, a, and an author, Peter Howe, actually said this that if you know, there's many photographers he would take home to dinner, and many that he think you know belong in a in a, in a hospital or a well, jail. And cell. maybe I haven't been exposed to the guys that are you know really so problematic. And I and I always think the ones that are always nailing me are TMZ. And and but they're funny and mm-hmm. I joke with them. I try to call them by name and like right. let's go. You, you got me. Let's right. go. Yep. Let's just you, here we are. Fine. But and I think I, that's and like I, the best perspective you can have is to just take it in, not get upset about it. Yeah. It is a part of the the business. And I, and I think the people that don't realize that it can be a benefit to you. Well, I don't see where being, it, it destroys you. I mean, if no. you if you're somehow caught really in a really embarrassed that, that's the part i suppose that's tough if people are you know caught and they're embarrassed or ashamed of something they're doing but hey guess what don't don't do that don't then. do that don't come <laughs> walking out of the hotel yeah. with a, some side chick and, and you but won't at, be the embarrassed. Sa- at the same time you know people uh, make note people, of that people, people I, <laughs> next time i won't <laughs> at, the, at the same time though you say that people are people oh, and that's, i know you 
I know What's Adam. Up, brother? Well, Adam's one of the guys I shake hands yeah. with on, on 57th Street or wherever we are, 52nd. He's one of the guys. the nicest guys on the yeah, street. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, and I, Adam, and I see Adam come across to you. I'm like, oh, dude, come on, here we go. All right. <laughs> it's like, you just yeah. prepare yourself. No, and we have a relationship, and then yeah. he's doing his job. And I and if and if I know something that can help you guys, I'll let you know. You know, I, I don't understand the adversarial thing. I don't get it. I, I think it comes from uh, a few years back when the most popular celebrity at the moment wouldn't have five paparazzi on them. They'd have 45 paparazzi. And that's where this all sort of got out of control and the car chases and too many people and what's going on. But you're right. On a day-to-day, when you walk out of a hotel and you see a gentleman like Adam and you could be friendly, you know why he's there, He's he knows why so, you're there. So do you know Adam's – can I reveal your setup? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's across the street from the London Hotel, right? Which is where a lot of shit goes down. And he just walks across the street. <laughs> and when I see him walk across the street, I know what's coming. Yeah. I, I just see Adam, and sometimes it's him, sometimes it's one of his peoples, and uh, and that's a, you know he's just there. He's he's where this stuff is. Often a lot of stuff is happening. Adam, Adam's everywhere. That's what I've realized. Yeah, I know. I, where else, I saw you at so MTV connected. or something too, or something. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's like the London Hotel in New York City is it's the celebrities are always there so if you come out it's like a press conference as soon as you yeah. walk out of the hotel right. yep. and a guy with you you're like you've always had a great approach you're always super nice you're always present but do you, do the photographers videographers ever come up to you beforehand and say hey listen do you mind if i ask you a question before they turn the camera on you or tmz tmz lately has been doing that in the past it was much more like whoa it's in my face all of a sudden and and i and my feeling about that was let me get to hang on. Give me a beat. Tell me who's behind the camera now. And I and I know how hard those guys work. Mm-hmm. And they come up with the crazy. I, I'm think this is a different job, right, than what you do. But these guys, they ask the craziest freaking questions, and they're funny, and they've got to be funny, right? Yeah, that's hard. And so, well, that's I'm, the thing that I, I want to be able to play along with them, so they get what they need. And I think that's the thing that most people don't realize. Imagine putting yourself in front of a huge celebrity that you didn't even know was going to be there, and they go. Ask interesting questions. Go. Not just interesting, like, ah! but, but not just interesting, but sort of weird. But uh, news of the day, yeah. or at least of the week, weird and oblique. Where we make you off, we're got to have you off balance a little bit, and then and be funny. Yeah, it's like it's boom, that's not true. easy. God, and, and continue to film so well. Yeah. You're such a doctor. I gotta think, you know, <laughs> so good. This is so fun. But I'm trying to think about the photography side where that's ever been. Bad. So, Drew, do you, it, you know what it is? It feels weird. I, I'm, I'm just thinking about the one time I was sort of busted, or not busted, I felt weird. They were up on a hill, and there was a bunch of them, and, and they sort of swarmed, and then they kind of make away with their little kits and things like they were like they were up to something. It feels, it feels covert. So, I don't know if anyone gave you a heads up that Steve here is one of the owners of the one of the largest paparazzi agencies in the world, Backgrid. But I'm just curious. Do you have any questions for him? Like kind of reversing it a little bit and being someone that is photographed on the beach, shirtless, all that well, kind of it stuff. Seems like, like, it seems like you want to you, – it, the photography has got to be gotcha to be worth anything, right? Not necessarily. No. Uh, yours yours was, was a, gotcha, a great – it, it was wasn't a, gotcha. It was, holy shit, look how jacked Dr. Drew is. Yeah. That was that was the whole angle that I saw was it, – it was, oh, my God, I didn't expect My wife it. felt gotcha. She felt – because they, they were – sort of – she was like had her hair – she felt sort of like, god damn it, if I'd only known, <laughs> right? Because you can sort of pay attention. To, I, but so I, not, I guess that's how you took it. But in, in my perspective, it was, oh, my God, I just – I didn't know that he had such ripped abs. <laughs> you clearly don't remember that picture. But, 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 but uh, no, I guess is there st- – are, are, are there – 
Is it appropriate or good to be collaborative, or does that screw up your goals? Uh, no, I think it's very good to be collaborative. As a matter of fact, we are with some of our greatest relationships and pictures. Yeah. Um, as you said when you sat down, it, it's it's a it's a system. It's a it's a it's big a, it's machine. A, it's a big system, and, and everybody it, knows everybody. Like I, you hold Adam on a Skype, and I know Adam. It's very right? weird, right? It's weird. It is, but a, it's almost better that way, right? It's more fun, that's for sure. And what what are we doing? You know, what are we trying to do? Hurt each other? No, we're trying to create content that's interesting for people. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Bottom line. Yeah, and I bit. mean, celebrities are 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 a very unique bunch of people when you when you consider the size of this world. Well, that and and, and it's. So it's, it's changed over the years. It has a lot more liability attached to it now than it used to. Sure. And, but the liability is not pictures. It's yep. people accusing them of things. It's the attacking on social media. Right. It's all the vitriol and stuff. The, that, the pictures keep keep you relevant. I mean, yeah. let's, let's face That's it. That's the thing. I'm, I'm all like, right, so here's the deal. I need more pictures. Let's go do it. Send you guys right after me. I got to go. I, gotta go I, got, I have guys show. downstairs. All right, good. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for <laughs> joining us. I appreciate that. Trump. Adam, good to see you. I'm going to be in New York in about two, three weeks. I'll see you at the uh, – <laughs> I that, will 50, definitely is see you. 52nd? Where is the London? 57th. 57th. I'll see you there. Thank you, Dr. Drew. Good seeing you. Well, that was fun. That was cool. So cool. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. It's fun getting the other side of it too, just the other perspective of oh, what, it's you know, so cool. what he would say cuz he's not out there, you know, getting the camera. I mean, listen, you know, we we can also know that like Dr. is not like Britney Spears where there's 5,000 paparazzi following, but I love his perspective on no, it's not a negative thing. You can make this what you want of it. And you and even some of the biggest stars in the world like I think we said last week, Brad Pitt you never see him getting mad. Right. And he is one of the most followed people on the planet. And then Dr. Drew understands it so well. Even when it came to the for me, from my perspective, the question, something that's being, you know, newsworthy, trying to be funny, trying to be interesting, you know, he understands what we're trying to do in our position. So it's he just understands it very well. And he for me, for as I'm a videographer, I'm a paparazzi videographer, or like I like to say street journalist. But <laughs> I um uh, for, he's better for me than more photographers because I could ask him about some sort of celebrity going through some health crisis uh, and just get some mental kind of – some advice on something that a celebrity is going through from a, yep. a celebrity doctor. So he's great for me. He's perfect for me. But he understands it very well. And it's, he, it's comforting to know that when I approach him, he's not – angered by it you know and especially as long as i approach him with the right approach and you know going forward know to just hey speak to him beforehand and i guarantee he'll do it you know he'll he will talk to me so that's really nice to hear from yeah so okay sorry got a little distracted there but i would like to know, yeah. go back to the question of what do you feel like was your biggest photo set because i think that's kind of where we got off track yes. drew, drew came in so what what do you think is your biggest photo set of all time? Oh gosh! And I don't even know if you personally, if you want to answer that, or you want to answer as a company as a whole. Um, yeah, I mean, look personally, um, I took a set of photos of Madonna years back falling off of her bicycle on the way to Pilates in uh, Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a pretty iconic shot. Seeing you know Madonna laying flat in the middle of Santa Monica Boulevard with her coffee cup on the ground and the She was bodyguard. drinking coffee while she was riding her bike? Drinking coffee Okay, well, that might have been the problem, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, I, you know, I, I, my partner, Joe Spaley, my, my former uh, shooting partner, he took the photo of Britney Spears driving with her baby on her lap. 
Oh, and everyone uh, remembers that one. And obviously yeah. that that you know I I was uh, I was on an out of town trip in Vegas I believe working on Vince Vaughn and Aniston and I stood up we were standing there till God four thirty in the morning while this guy played high high uh, roller poker didn't move at all Aniston somehow just stuck it out and sat with him there. And uh, I was very tired at the airport in the morning, come home, coming home to L.A., and Joel ca- Joe called me and told me, hey, I got this picture, and I'm thinking about it that, you know, well, that can't be good. It's You can't drive with a baby on the lap, but it really didn't hit how big the photo would be or what it would do. And by the time I landed in Los Angeles, it was everywhere. The numbers were huge, uh, and, and it ended up changing California state law, so – you know, for me to sit here and not say that's one of the biggest, you know, I think that would be a crime. But I think uh, most fun for 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 myself is uh, breaking Jennifer Aniston's wedding to yeah. Justin Theroux. It's something that every photographer here to New York spoke about for a decade. Um, I think it's everybody's dream picture for a decade. It was teased many times. We thought it would happen with Brad. And uh, and eventually it happened. And we didn't even get a photo of Jennifer herself. And it did tremendous amounts of money. Well, so just, well, just, just – Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I got to ask the question because everyone's so curious. How much money are we talk about roundabout – Roughly, how much does one of those? How much are they worth when you get that kind of huge photo? How much is that something like that worth? So you know, and I'm going to answer that carefully because 2018 value is so far different than 2013 value, 2008 value, 1999 value. We are at the very end of the spectrum here in 2018 for licensing images. So this same set of photos 10 years prior probably would have done quadruple the numbers. But uh, to tell you, uh, the neighborhood, we were we were close to a half million. Wow. For photos of a party. Crazy, That's right? Insane. It's That's so, insane. It's so insane. And I think what made that well, one so just bizarre was it was supposed to be a birthday party. That's what how they covered it all up. Remember, it was supposed to be like a birthday party for him, I think it was. And then – all and they they staged it in the, the the house next door. So they had brought in all the wedding stuff, put it in the next door house, so no one knew that it was going to be a wedding. And then there was like a secret back door in between the two homes through like a gate, and they were taking up all the catering items and through. So they had this huge elaborate plan of how they were going to cover up this wedding. And I think it was it was the shot of the pastor right right? the pastor with the bible walking in and we got a cake and we got a cake that's right that was like oh this isn't this is those were those were the shots that obviously sealed the deal but you're absolutely correct with what you said and furthermore they were so careful about it that not only did they have this party basically in a box pushed to the side of their property it wasn't until the very moment things went down that that stuff was moved they went to great lengths to hide this and uh and, and then th- my other thing is why, why, why go to all these lengths to hide something? I don't. I that's one thing I'll, I don't think I'll ever understand. Like Beyonce and Jay Z, they could have a wedding in New York and still none of the photos came out. Right on top of a building. Right, and the photos didn't come out. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just some, you know, it's person to person here. Aniston has been in Los Angeles where paparazzi are different than New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so, not as friendly. And I think uh, Aniston has, you know, 
in her time with Brad Pitt and so on and so forth, she she was hounded. So she may have a, a, a you know a picture of the paparazzi that she's not going to take any chance. Whereas someone else these days may be a lot more lenient. So is there anywhere that someone could get married that no photos would ever come out? Oh, absolutely. Go to an island. Go to the Midwest. Go go to the middle of Ohio somewhere and just don't tell anybody. That you know most of the time when this stuff gets out, it's the the least person you would expect is the person that is telling somebody that's going to get to a paparazzi. It could be the flower person. It could be the it could be the uh I mean it literally the the person bringing truffles happens to know somebody whose aunt is a is a photographer and that's it. One person, one word and it gets out. Have you ever got a series of photos that you decided maybe personally or as a company like we're not going to release these photos. We don't feel right selling these photos or like how do you, de- how I do you love determine you. that? I, I, I got to say I love you for asking that question because this is something I've been holding inside now for a couple of years. And what a great place to, to tell this story. Uh, I did an interview two years ago, three years ago. I can't even remember at this point, but it was on Access Hollywood and it was with Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. And it was about the topic of shooting celebrities' children. And to be honest, the only reason I wanted to speak to them and, and speak to them on a, on a platform like Access Hollywood is because Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard are both from Michigan, where I am from, and were very similar in age and actually grew up about 10 minutes from each other. So I kind of thought to myself, if there's any photographer, any paparazzi that is going to have anything in common with these two, it's me. And I wanted it to be somebody that could articulate our side in a way that was fair and, and open to listening to their side. And... Basically, they weren't there to have a conversation. They were there to shove down my throat that it's wrong and that we shouldn't shoot celebrities' children. And I made my points. They made their points. And I don't think it really went far. But less than 48 hours after that interview, Kristen and Dax went to Hawaii with their children. And my photographers shot an incredible set of photos with the entire family, as you would imagine. And for whatever reason, I can't even say why, but out of some sort of respect, I removed the kids from the photos. I put the photo set out, but I took the kids out of every single set, uh, every single photo. And I didn't have to. It was completely public on a beach in the ocean. Um, but I could tell that they were so serious about not wanting their, their children f- photographed uh, that for me, I removed them and I didn't, I didn't put out that set. Interesting. Now, and I know in the UK, like you can't ever publish a child, right? Isn't that like the big rule over there? You can't publish any children's faces. Faces, yeah. You what? can publish. They just they blur out the face. Why don't we have that here in the U.S.? Uh, well, just, we have the right to freedom of speech and freedom of press. I and, just think that, and at the and and you know, to be honest, let's 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 call a spade a spade. People's obsession about celebrity—it's not just—it's not the name or the person. It's, it's, their, it's everything that encompasses them. Of course, yeah. uh, a, a person's child makes that person, and that person makes that child. So the interest is kind of all around. It's what you drive and where you live and who your kids are and what they're like. I think the best example of that is Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rosdale's children. Uh, 
there wasn't a week that went by. There wasn't a two-page spread of these kids in the magazine. Kingston, and Zuma. And people, people loved it. She yeah. built brands around it. And, and the kids looked fantastic and fashionable. And there was really no issue. I mean, you know, I think there should be boundaries. Kids should not be uh, tracked down at school and at certain places. But when you're out in public and you're a celebrity and your whole gig in life is to ask people to love you and, and come and see your work – I think it's a little bit contradicting to then say, leave me alone as I'm walking in the middle of Beverly Hills. These people are, 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 are into you. They're a fan. They want to see you. They want to talk to you. They want to walk the ground you're walking on, as crazy as that sounds. And especially here in a place like Los Angeles, where many people flock to be in this industry. It, it's you're, 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 you know, you want to be left alone, like I said. Take off to the, to, the, to the Midwest. Or just don't eat at the most popular restaurant in L.A. That's the funniest part. Uh, you know, you, you can sit here and be annoyed that you're getting your photo taken, but I'm like, you went to Craig's. Right. You went to literally paparazzi haven in right. L.A. and then got annoyed that the paparazzi were taking your photo. You can't do that. Or, 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 or did they really get annoyed? Or did, did do they you really think it's get annoyed game? or is it an act? You, you know what I mean? it's a game a lot with I these, think I think it is, celebs? naturally. I think it is. Um, you know, it's easy. How, just, just, like, just like when you're driving in a car and you get upset at the person that cuts you off. Look at how upset you can get over that, right? But you don't know that person, right? Is it is it the person that's making you upset or is it the act, right? I don't think these celebrities, they know they're going to Craig's. They're going to be shot. But maybe five minutes prior, they got on a phone call that ticked them off or they, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. And so now they take it out on the photographer because it's just the 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 scapegoat. It's the da- the darn paparazzi versus the 20 fans screaming and ignoring the exact same thing absolutely and more aggressive in many ways how often you know again i'm I'm asking questions that people always ask me you know but i want to ask you how often do is it common for the celebrities to contact you and say hey can we get be shot at whole foods or with coconut water or coming out of with my family you know is that is that just a myth or does that really happen for you? Oh, it happens. Uh, certainly not a myth. It happens. Not an everyday thing and certainly not the not necessarily the group of, of celebrities that you'd hope would call. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's not calling you to be like, shoot me with some vitamin water? Yeah, I think, you know, I think everybody's everybody knows there's sort of a line there or, you know, people say A-list and, and D-list. Um, so we don't get too many A-listers calling, but uh, but we do. We do. And, um, you know, for for product placement, as you just brought up, that's something that that is a little bit more, you know, in in recent years. And I think the product placement is something great. It works well for the brand, the celebrity and the agency. If somebody calls us and, you know, they know that we have photographers available, they've got a deal worked out and we're just basically filling in that hole, taking the photos so that there's something, uh, you know, some content to publish. I think it's fantastic. But rare are we are we just handed a, uh, a set of photos that that we then get can sell and make a lot of money on. Adam, do people oh, go ahead? I was going to say, do do most outlets, you know, again, scandal is it is news. But, you know, if you saw someone cheating on their spouse or something along those, along those lines, is that something that you want to put out there? Do you ever hit up the celebrity and say, hey, listen, we have these photos of you. You know, we don't we don't know if we want to put them out. You know, we're trying to decide if we want to put them out. Has that happened to you? And what is your feelings about putting on sort of very, very personal issues out there? Well, I think as a journalist, um, 
I think in, in, in a way it would be wrong to to shoot these things and then pick and choose and contact and, and hey, we have this. I, I, we're, we're shooting the news. We, we, we feel that we're doing a service for, for the public that is interested in this type of news. I mean, me personally, I have a better time watching and, and learning about celebrity news than I do putting on the typical news and all the horror going on in the world. So I feel like I'm, I'm giving a, a product to people and I want it to be the best it can be and the most honest that it can be. So no, I, I, we don't pick and choose and, and contact celebrities and let them know what we have. There are rare circumstances where we have been contacted by somebody that knows we have this set of photos. You know, it's a, this is a very um, – although it's a small group of people involved in this business, it's really uh, – it's, it's a machine that works together. And so the minute we open our mouths from an agency standpoint, you're sort of letting the bird out of the cage. Somebody now knows what we have. And if that somebody makes a call to – somebody else before we actually begin to shop the photos, then we could get a phone call saying, hey, we're aware of this and we would like to remove the photos. And in general, um, you know, I have two responsibilities. I have to run a business and represent my photographers. If I don't do that to a thousand percent, then I can't be the leading agency. And at the same time, we're good people. We are, uh, we are good people that got into a very unique business. We are not trying to uh, cause problems and, 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 uh, and hurt celebrities in any way, shape, or form. So I think that there is some humanity in it. Um, but in general, to answer your question, no, we, we, we put out what we shoot. And, uh, you know, with these, let, let's say the cheating photo. Between a cheating photo and a really cute photo of someone with their brand new baby, what's going to sell better for you? The, the cute photo with the new baby. It's, it's, cause I, I think like more people lean to the positive news. Absolutely. Right? Like and I, there, there was a time that it was different. Yeah. But I think these days people are tired of negativity. They're tired of fighting. People want to see happiness and good photos and, and nice things. Uh, so hands down, give me the baby photo all day. Who is the nicest celebrities that are just so good with the paparazzi? You see thousands of photos and videos every day. From your experience, who would you give me the top five nicest people who handle the paparazzi the best? So just to list them off, I'd say uh, Dustin Hoffman. Um, he, he definitely has to lead that list. Mm-hmm. Um, who handles the paparazzi the best? Jeez. Uh, Schwarzenegger has always been pretty cool. Stallone has always been pretty cool. You know, I think it's the celebrities that are not hounded for news. Those are the ones that get it, you know, they're coming out to lunch, they deal with it for 45 seconds, and they're able to drive off. So why be in a bad mood? Why make it a negative thing? Um, and and I think the 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 better way to answer the question is even the most angry celebs I've seen very cool. So I really think it comes down to you know, we're all people. Nobody knows what's going on with each other. If you catch Ben Affleck on a bad day, he may, he may be a jerk. And if you catch him on a great day, he might buy you a Jamba Juice. Um, you know, Chris Martin, historically from Coldplay, has not had a great relationship with photographers. He's punched a guy up in Santa Barbara, left him with a black eye, a broken nose. And uh, we were out shooting... Matt LeBlanc's wedding in Kauai, and 
We caught Chris on the right day. He asked us to pull over. He bought us fruit smoothies. We we sat on the side of the road in Kauai shooting the shit about 50 Cent and his favorite rappers. And <laughs> and, uh, so and, cool. and, and the, it was unbelievable. And then he gave us a set of photos and told Gwyneth about us. And later that trip, Gwyneth said, oh, Chris said you guys are so nice. And we got another set of photos. So – it you know it's it's a person to person thing almost like Dr. Drew said I you know Adam I don't know you well but I can tell you're a very nice guy easy to get along with and uh, I think when you when you encounter a photographer or a journalist or reporter whatever and you're getting that sort of I mean what's the difference of being a police officer and being pulled over you either get somebody who's all pissed off they know they're getting a ticket they can't or you get somebody who's who's cool and respectful would you- would you consider that your best interaction that you've had with a major oh, I've star? Had, I've had so many interactions that, that are, are memorable. But look, when you're in Kauai, right, for your, for your first time ever, and you're on the side of the road sipping a, a tropical smoothie bought by one of your musical idols, it's, it's a hard one to top. What about you, Adam? Who's a, who, who would make your top five list? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Always great, has fun, and actually, uh, I was with Wayne Brady the other day. And Wayne Brady, you know, comes out. And he's coming out of an event, and Wayne Brady, very talented guy, nice guy. He's not like in the news for any tabloids per se, but I was like, you know what? I want to hear his angle on Louis C.K. and if he thinks he can make a comeback, and you know, just kind of make it, ask him some questions along those lines. And he just hit me with so much kindness, where I couldn't even ask him any tough questions because he was so nice. He offered me tickets. Um, David Spade is always good. I mean, he's been always been great. Oprah is so amazing, so nice, so good. Like she gives you her time and then she just, you know, she gives you her, her minute or two minutes and she's very, she's with you. And then she moves along. She's great. Um, I mean, it's, it's weird. I always say there's, there's more nice celebrities than bad ones. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, and it's hard for me to name the bad ones, but there's, there's so many good. Well, ones. that's because I mean, the the stories that do come out of someone attacking a pap, it's going to be like the Woody Harrelsons of the world, you know, that that have that bad moment. But then that I feel like lives with them forever, right? Uh, would you want to shoot Woody Harrelson right now if you had if he was walking down the street? Do you really want to run up to him with a camera? Probably not. No. Now no. I'd go the opposite way. I don't want to see him. That's how scary. <laughs> I don't want him to see me with a camera. I don't even want to be shooting. If he sees me with a camera, I'm afraid he would attack me. So it's. I, I would tr- literally try to walk the opposite way. Um, it's, it's, but I you, had an you, incident you know what I would say, Adam, is that you're, I would disagree with you because I think you're the kind of guy that may be able to get through to him. And he, you know, we, we've all seen the videos of the attack. And, and again, like I say, maybe five minutes earlier, he went through something that we don't know. And now you're a photographer and you're thinking, Hey, Woody, good to see you. And he's thinking you're the last person I want to see. But now he's walking down the street right at Adam and Adam says, hey, Woody, it's really nice to see you. I, I'm not trying to bother. And, and it could turn out to be a 30-minute incredible interview, the best interview you've ever done. Well, I'll tell you what. This would be my approach. I would le- I want him to see me with my camera, but I want me to want him to see me not shooting him. And then when I get him at an event, I want to be like, hey, remember me with the guy who didn't shoot you? Now you're on working time. Now let me interview you. Um, so that would be more my approach. And that's sort of what's made me sort of successful is they don't see me hounding them every single time I see them. I want you to see me with my camera not shooting you and kind of giving you your space. And therefore, when it's when I really need you, then come talk to me. 
And I think that's a I think it's a brilliant tactic. Yeah. I mean, it, one of many, but it seems to work for you and work very well. And uh, and I have a feeling if that was your approach, you may see a turnaround from from Woody Harrelson. Well, from my experience, though, I did try to go up to Alec Baldwin one time before I, I had the camera in my hand. and I walked up to him and said, hey, Mr. Baldwin, listen, I'm just a journalist. I'd love to talk to you real quick on the street. You know, I told him what I do. He spit on the ground and said, told, told me to get a life. And oh. I approached him and I wasn't even filming it. He literally just did that to me and just – and I was like I couldn't have approached it any better. I even told him the questions I was going to ask him uh, and there are some – it wasn't about him personally. It was about stuff going on in the news and he did that and I was just like – Where does his hatred well, come from? I, and I will never understand that. He, is, he comes across as just so upset and I'm like why? Why is it – does it stem back to feeling like you got – used and abused by the stories that had come out or what. But, like, he doesn't know Adam. He right. doesn't know anything about Adam. Why would he be so upset with a, a photographer coming up and well, he doing was, it in such a respectful way? He, I mean, he was on the uh, on the wrong end of a few bad sets of photos in his time with Kim Basinger in his marriage. And I think some of it may stem back from that because I agree with you. He's uh, – and it, it's, a, it's a bummer. I'm actually a big fan of him. I think he's, he's fantastic. And he's you know always he been fantastic. He but gets into one of these situations, then goes on SNL, makes a joke, and everyone goes, oh, okay, never mind. We like him again. Right. It's and just like Adam said, crazy. I mean, how, how, how much better can you approach somebody? Right? How much more respectful can you approach a celebrity, let him know who you are, why you're there? And, uh, and I think, you know, Alex's response to that, spitting on the ground, uh, you know, definitely must stem from some sort of deep-rooted anger with the photographers because I just don't see it in any recent days why he would be that upset. So I'm going to well, say— we heard your, Yeah, well, actually, I'm sorry, Dax. I, we heard your best experience with a celebrity, but what was your worst experience with a celebrity? Worst experience Is that yours, by the way, Adam? I'm going to assume that's yeah. yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. I, uh, I, I've got two. I mean— this one is not necessarily the worst, um, but but many, many, many years ago when Cameron Diaz was dating Jared Leto, I had driven by their house in Hollywood and could hear him practicing with his band. I'm not sure if they were 30 seconds to Mars at this point. This was 18 years ago. But he uh, he was constantly jamming at his house at that point, and that was kind of the, the, the key to know that, oh, they're home. And at the time, I was driving a stick shift Jeep Wrangler, and um, he busted out of his door so fast, I could not get my car in gear. And by the time I, I popped that clutch and started moving, he spit in my face. Oh, Wow. Uh, What's everyone was spitting? And, 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 and I mean, and it, it wasn't a little. It was, you know, it was, it was a, a loogie. Uh, it was a, yeah, it was a baseball player's loogie. So it was, a, it was a bit of a nightmare. Uh, but I think the the best story, if I had to come up with one, would be a Brad Pitt story. I spotted him at the McDonald's drive-through in West Hollywood, and it's a drive-through that actually goes under a building. So. I knew nobody else would know he's there. Nobody else would spot uh, is me. Is that the one off Laurel? It is. Yeah, I it know that is. one. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in a perfect position. It was kind of obvious which way he would have to come out of the drive through and what direction he was going to go. So I put myself in perfect position, and I got some shots of him, and I followed him a short distance, about a mile, to where he was living with Aniston at the time. And he pulled over. Instead of continuing up the road— he pulled over 
And at the time, I called my agency owner boss. And so he met me there, and we were both sort of sitting on opposite ends of the street waiting for what is Brad doing. And uh, in hindsight, I can tell you what he was doing was opening up numerous ketchup packets and putting them on his burger. And after five minutes of, of sitting and waiting and people kind of looking at us, I decided to drive by, drive up and see what he's doing. And like a perfect pitcher, he tossed that cheeseburger in my face. <laughs> and, and, and I know I know it sounds unbelievable, but I had the pickle stuck to my cheek. <laughs> there was so much ketchup all over me, my shirt, my Jeep. All I could do was just sit there in amazement. He had a huge <laughs> laugh. He drove up the street. And later that day, I, I found uh, Mark McGrath um, uh, from his band. I can't even Sugar remember. Ray. Sugar, Ray. Sugar Ray. And uh, and I told him the story. And when he took a look at my shirt, he was like, oh, wow, you're not you're not joking. <laughs> and uh, told me I should sell that, that ketchup splattered <laughs> shirt on eBay. But I didn't, and I still have it in the closet. Uh, it's so funny because I've been, I've been singing Brad Pitt's praise about how he acts so good with the maps. I did not expect that story at all. But, you know, uh, hey, it was, it was a ketchup. At the, yeah, right. At the end of the day, it was great. I mean, you know, he could have gotten out and yelled, screamed, but he did something very creative and funny, and he got me well, and uh, I'll never forget that. Well, I, I, I'm going to say let's end on that story because it was so <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and uh, very entertaining. So thank you very much, Steve, for joining us thank today. You. Oh, my awesome pleasure, guys. Hearing your perspective on paparazzi and celebrity and just the entertainment business as a whole. Um, but if you guys are looking for more, obviously HollywoodPipeline.com. Like I said, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mars, the moon. Mars, we are everywhere. Um, thank you, Adam, for joining us again today. Uh, love hearing your perspectives as well. Jax, thank you. And uh, we will see you guys next week. All right, later.